0: Welcome and thank you for tuning in to Modern Aged Middle Life, a podcast brought to you by Emily Baum and Graham Jarvis, comedy writers addressing modern day confusions for the middle aged. Did you enjoy the fig rolls I brought earlier? I loved them. They're not fashionable biscuits, though, are they?
1: No. <laughs> I think they're in the same camp as Garibaldi and Rich Tea.
0: Yeah, they're quite old-fashioned biscuits. But I love a fig roll.
1: I love a Rich Tea. Do you? Mm.
0: I see. But we're not cool. I
1: love a fig roll, too.
0: <laughs> we're not cool people. <laughs> I'm sensing we're definitely not cool people. I
1: love a Garibaldi. <laughs> Would you have
0: thought of yourself as cool when you were younger?
1: No, piggish. Pardon? <laughs> Piggish, I think it would be how I'd be described
0: what you looked like a pig. <laughs>
1: heading that way at really? times. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I'm glad you've grown into your looks then. <laughs> Somebody has to sit opposite you. Sorry about that. Porky. I wasn't cool at school. No? No, but I knew I was never going to be cool. I've never bothered to try to be cool. It didn't suit me. Why?
1: Why do you think you weren't cool? I
0: never looked in the mirror when well, my mum packed me off to boarding school with her bright yellow sundress for all year. I knew I was not going to be the cool child at school.
1: A bright yeah. yellow sundress yeah. for all year. Yes.
0: That was my after-school outfit, so you could change into your own home clothes. So my home clothes were obviously handed down from the Walton's.
1: So (laughs) what happened in the Who Wants to Be Santa Claus This Year competition time? I mean, bright yellow dress, you're not even going to be in the room. didn't work,
0: didn't work. But for the Easter bonnet parade, I was a surefire winner.
1: Oh, wow. What do you see? You were cool at Easter, presumably.
0: Oh, but it was depressing because I was in a private school, or some people refer to them as imprisonment. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And all the other kids kids had lots of money so they had very expensive clothes and they had private lock-ins at bond street retailers and all sorts of stuff and i had this bright yellow gingham uh, you, stop 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 yeah.
1: private lock-ins yeah. at bond street
0: yes one girl her father was best friends with i'm assuming his name is probably joseph the designer that owns joseph jesus's dad <laughs> Yes. Wonderful range of cabinetry. You must try it. And she would, even though she was 13, her dad would take her in, they'd shut the shop for her and she could try on whatever she wanted and daddy would buy whatever she wanted. And then there was me in my gingham, yellow canary outfit.
1: I think this is about... Big fish, little ponds. But I didn't
0: care. No? I didn't care that I wasn't particularly cool because I kind of knew I wasn't. They all teased me for it. Don't get me wrong, that made life a little bit hard. But I knew I didn't have access to the economic status that they had to make them feel cool. But I was quite happy on my little...
1: You see, you'd have been a good experiment in Yorkshire going down the mines in a canary <laughs> yellow dress. <laughs> if you'd have died, you could have set off complete freedom for a lot of little birds...
0: I would be the one... I'd be going like, is it me or does it smell funny down here? Yes. Can you smell but... that? Anyone got gas? Anyone got gas? I've got gas. I've got to go out. I can smell it. But...
1: You, you did say that when you came in here yeah, earlier Yeah, I, I did
0: say I had gas then as well. So it's Different. not
1: just the canary yellow dress that brings it on. No,
0: I had terrible fashion disasters as a child. I didn't have cool school shoes. I didn't have anything. And of course, it was the 80s. Ah. So no one was dressed particularly... No. Appropriately. I had um did you ever have a hyper t shirt? Do you remember those t shirts that used that to change, change colour with your body odour? With your <laughs> body temperature
1: <laughs> <laughs> One or a, other. <laughs> probably better both.
0: <laughs> Went from pink to green. <laughs> yeah.
1: I did have a white t shirt that changed colour around the armpits. So I Why should that... <laughs> we
0: buy those? I don't know. Because for a girl, when you put it on, all that happened was your armpits and your boobs change colour, and if your t shirt was long enough and it was near your crack. Area that went a funky colour as well. <laughs> oh it was not good. That
1: is not a good no. look.
0: I've got photographs of me as a teenager on holiday, and we'd obviously been walking somewhere, and I just look like I've lit up half my body crevices. <laughs> Whoever came up with that was not a kind person. Not they good. weren't sexy. I also had one of those t-shirts that had lights in them. So yeah. if you went to a rave, because yeah. we are of that generation. Yeah. Raves. a rave then you would have the bright yellow smiley face choose life wouldn't you mm-hmm. and and then you'd also have t-shirts that would flash up like the sound system on the front of your t-shirt <laughs> god i tell you this no. is why i knew i wasn't cool just stood no. there flashing at people in the middle of a rave
1: well, Of course, i was in bands so ah. i wore clothes that were supposedly great to yeah. look at on stage but sadly it always seemed a bit like not great
0: <laughs> what did you wear what did
1: Well, you'd wear uh, things like bright red shiny skinny jeans
0: something <laughs> yeah. Little Mix would wear
1: <laughs> yeah. but on a bloke that's right yeah. no, so it was fine I think it was because you were in a mixed up area I think after the bands of the 60s and 70s the 80s you didn't know what you were supposed to be wearing well, gen- to be... gender
0: fluid Duran Duran was all gender yeah. fluid weren't yeah. they so
1: you, you know wearing bright coloured clothes was what it was all about but
0: yeah.
1: it didn't seem to work much it didn't improve the music for sure <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just distracted from how poor the music was because <laughs> everyone in the audience was like, oh, my God, how's he got himself into those spray-on bright red trousers? Yeah.
1: hairbands, not the sort that ladies wear in their hair, mm. but the some more headbands. Oh, yeah, you know, like sweatband like, type Yeah, thing. like sweatbands. But yeah. I remember there was a fashion for leather straps around your forehead, which was a very weird thing to do.
0: <laughs> we used to have temperature checkers. Do you remember what? those temperature checkers you used to have that were like little um, oh, plastic bags? It changed change colour if your child oh. had a temperature. That just makes me think of temperature checkers. But I saw someone running with one of those um, uh, fabric headbands the other day.
1: What, trying to get away from it?
0: <laughs> well, I think you should have done. Because it just makes you look like you've got a disproportionate head.
1: Yeah. It looks like
0: all of your hair is growing like one of those potato heads that you get that the children make and grows cress. It just looks like you are the human version of that. Yeah. It squeezes your brains out through your hair.
1: Also, the thing about fashion, I mean, it's not just clothes, but hairstyles, Mm. which, again, is a look of whether the hair should be long or very short, because rock and roll people would have really long hair. Did you have long hair when you
0: were in the band?
1: Uh, variable. At one point it was long, another point it was...
0: suitable Now, listeners, he's looking incredibly shifty and uncomfortable. Yeah. I've got a
1: button on my back.
0: I'm sensing mullet was, <laughs> was what he had. Short hair on the top, nice bit of carpetry down the back of your neck. Well,
1: I came from Grimsby and I always think, thought that mullet was a type of fish.
0: <laughs> no, it was a look. It was a definite look. I
1: steered clear. Of mullet.
0: Did you? Mm. Well, you must have had a bad haircut at some stage. We've all had a bad hairdo.
1: Yeah, most of my haircuts were pretty bad.
0: Really? Yeah. What? Yeah. Quite harsh.
1: Well, they went from the dreadful one of childhood, where your parents don't want to spend money at the barbers.
0: Did you have a wonky fringe? Yeah. <laughs> I had a wonky fringe. <laughs> I a
1: wonky fringe for sure. And then it went through to. <laughs>
0: it looked it always looked a bit like your parents were trying to cut the nits out of your hair one by one. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And then there was the ones where you think if I throw money at this, so you go into the West End and do an outrageously expensive haircut and then tell someone how much you've spent. And they're looking as if to say, No, your your mum and dad (laughs) did better than that (laughs) with the wonky (laughs) fringe.
0: I've done that as well. Yeah. Expensive trip to Tony and Guy when Tony and Guy were at the height of Tony and Guy. Got talked into a perm. Ended up looking like the elderly version of Shirley Temple. It was not a good look and I met, um, I was going to the Charlie's Angels premiere a couple of days later and I met Drew Barrymore who looked at me like I had just escaped from some sort of psychiatric unit because my hair was just so wrong. Oh,
1: well, wrong. I, w- I once have had a perm. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: You had a man perm. <laughs>
1: I thought it... Perhaps because the way the hairdressers told me, it looked great. And then the first person I met who knew me, I could tell I'd made a dreadful mistake.
0: Did you look like a white Lionel Richie?
1: <laughs> Sadly, the hairdressers hadn't given me any spare hair to stick on my upper lip.
0: Oh my God, you actually got talked into a man perm. Yeah, yeah
1: the hairdresser said I would look good. No.
0: <laughs> Did the hairdresser have dark glasses on and a white stick by any chance? Oh my God. Yeah, okay. I thought mine was bad, but man yeah, perms.
1: No. That's wrong. Man perm, though. So now I've bad. got
0: visions of a man perm and bright red spray on rock star trousers. Yeah,
1: yeah awful.
0: You're like a short Brian May. <laughs> <laughs> the band version of you is a short-prime man. I was
1: remember a really skinny pair of white jeans that I thought were great. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's all coming out now. Yeah. And it probably was out of the white jeans as well.
1: <laughs> well, it was the photos. And the problem with the white jeans is that they're slightly see-through.
0: Oh, my Lord.
1: <laughs> so it's the worst worst look imaginable. What
0: pants did you have on, dare I ask?
1: Um, I did have pants on, which <laughs> was probably a mistake.
0: Because <laughs> they were your mums.
1: <laughs> yes. <Yeah.
0: laughs> Something like
1: De- that. <laughs> <Daymarked> long johns. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> you've gone for this cool look. You've got your hair permed. Yeah. You've got these spray-on white jeans. Yeah. And then you forgot that the waistband on your underpants yeah. says... Costco.
1: (laughs) No, I think it was during my pink fluffy unicorn phase. Oh my lord. Which is really embarrassing through white jeans to be wearing. (laughs) (laughs) I see you're still into pink fluffy unicorns then. White
0: jeans are not right on anybody. White leggings? No. White tights?
1: I think no. anything
0: in the in the fashion wardrobe that starts with a white should just be cold and burnt.
1: Well for me, when I rode motorbikes, people would say to keep warm you need to wear tights mm. and I never actually did. I think because of the white jeans yeah. event, I thought there is no way I'm gonna start wearing tights ever. <laughs> so I haven't.
0: Did you have any jobs when you were younger? Did you have to wear a uniform ever?
1: No, not really. I had to wear a sort of stuff to protect you.
0: What sort of job were you doing? Fencing instructor. <laughs>
1: You know, if you're working in a factory, so you might have to wear an overall of some sort. Oh,
0: no, my lord. You're going for the proper northern route, aren't you? You haven't been down the mines. You were in a factory. Were you tinning
1: things? No, it wasn't Cornwall. It was North Lincolnshire.
0: Baking things?
1: Baking. Can you
0: use a blowtorch?
1: No. But we did have a tenderometer at the pea factory. What? A tenderometer. When they... (laughs) <laughs> they spoke go through. I know. When they checked out how hard the peas were, they had a machine to tell you how hard they were. Because if if the lorry was in, uh, took longer to come or shorter, the pea hardness would change. If is out. this
0: because you were in a pea factory? Yeah. Can we just establish that? Yeah. Okay.
1: And the peas that were harder went to more rubbish brands, and the prime mm. peas, the really sweet,
0: petit pois,
1: they went mm. to the high quality places like Marks and Spencers.
0: Really? Mm. So Marks and Spencer's genuinely does have a better quality pea? Uh. I've always liked yes. their toilets. <laughs> yes. Yeah, see I was at the other end. I was.
1: <laughs> okay. I was okay. at the other end of your peas. Okay.
0: Yeah, I was selling them in Sainsbury's, you see. Oh. That was one of my first mid-range pea, I think. Mid-range pea. Yeah. Lower end. <laughs> yeah. Pee.
1: I think the tenderometer would be midway. Uncertain.
0: But I was dressed not like a pea, sadly more like something else but it was uh, the outfit in those days was brown again it was gingham people keep wanting to dress me up like i should be on a farm in texas yeah um it was gingham brown and orange and sort of off-white well it was by the time i'd washed it a couple of times um gingham dress which uh the style of which i can only describe as being flammable and then we (laughs) (laughs) sort of thing you sort of walked around in and it rustled it was that synthetic Um, and then we had a what they like to call a gilet but it wasn't really a gilet it was Sainsbury's ways of trying to upsell the fact you were really wearing part of a horse blanket just with arms cut out (laughs) for you so you didn't get cold at the checkout (gasps) so I had to go on vegetable training because so many people didn't know normal vegetables I've struggled to focus on the topic, given the outfit I was wearing. And yeah. it was so unattractive. Yeah, I mean, and as you know, I'm a stickler for the way that I look. <laughs> <laughs> Just take my balaclava off in a minute. Um, but no, it was awful. The the skirt was so gapey, I could have rented it out as a high-end camping facility. Well, so
1: it was a rent skirt.
0: Oh, yeah, we didn't own the uniform. And that made it even worse, because you felt like you were borrowing somebody else's synthetics.
1: Yeah. Did it you wash it before that. you wore it?
0: Yeah, lots. Yeah. Hence, the brown was bleeding in. So by the end of it, you looked like a giant walnut sat at the checkout. Why was it cold at checkout? Because you're sitting still and you're usually at the back end of the freezers. But then that wasn't as bad. Well, no, uh, when I was a holiday rep, we all had to wear shorts.
1: How short?
0: No, normal length shorts, like just above knee lengths.
1: Sorry, I think this podcast is supposed to be educational, <laughs> as far as I'm aware. And when you say just normal, that seems to make big assumptions. I mean, I've seen people wearing shorts that are above Those, where shorts oh, could I know. ever be.
0: Those aren't shorts. When I was a holiday rep in Ibiza, a very well known EastEnders actor was at the airport with very short shorts on. And when he bent over to go and get himself a magnum out of the cafe ice tray, I did see full hammock and coconuts. <laughs> <laughs> so you see their shorts, just not. <laughs> that was too short.
1: Yeah. That too was too short. short.
0: But so... mine weren't like that. Okay. Um they were they were just above the knee, so all very respectful. Just above the knee short. My legs are very good, they work, and that's the important bit, but they're not particularly aesthetically pleasing legs. So I always wear trousers. Or just an all-in-one sleeping bag. So when I had to wear these shorts, or the other option was a skirt, uh. it was hell for me.
1: Yeah.
0: Didn't like that. <clears throat> did you ever used to have, when before you met your lovely wife, mm-hmm. and you were a young man going to all these parties, did you have an outfit? Did you have a shirt? Did you have something that you thought, this is going to get the girl's eye? This is going to really, really... Did you ever have a pulling shirt?
1: Not so much, because being in the band, I didn't really need... Pulling shirts, really. You
0: had the white jeans to lure yeah, them. Yeah, I had
1: white, white jeans with the pink unicorn. It's chocolate, I promise. Lovely pink unicorn underpants.
0: Are you single for how long?
1: Oh, a long time. 40. So astonishingly,
0: I used to have a shirt that was my pulling shirt. Uh huh. And in hindsight. It was probably one of the ugliest shirts you've ever seen. What about from the front? It was awful, Graham. I'm embarrassed to admit it now. What was it like? It was, um, again, it was yellow. I don't know what's wrong. I don't know what happened. I don't wear yellow normally. it a wash accident? I I wish.
1: (laughs) Do you have a lot of dusters? No. (laughs) Because they can do that.
0: But it was like yellow with blue flowers all over it. So it was busy. That's the polite version. It's busy. But in a nightclub, it was probably... Eye watering, uh-huh. and then I had a pair of moleskin jeans. Now moleskin jeans are really not flattering on a larger side woman, so I basically looked like a jaunty electrician every time I went out clubbing.
1: The, the, by the way, we should just make it clear there weren't real moleskin; these no. were synthetic. They were mole synthetic skin. moles,
0: like the stuffed ones you win at the fun fair.
1: Yes, <laughs> That's subject for another podcast, I think. <laughs> well what do you win at the fun fair what do you what if you
0: ever won at the funfair? that's what? lived
1: yes <laughs> what's your fondest hooker duck
0: <laughs> so yeah moleskin was not good for me it wasn't a good look and i genuinely i used to rock up to the nightclub i think it was possibly because i'd had quite a lot of discounted one pound bottles of hooch as Dutch courage before I got there. But I used to think I looked absolutely amazing Mm. in this outfit and it would be the trick to finding myself that somebody special for the next 20 minutes.
1: Oh, gosh. I think the trouble with being a man and going out somewhere is whether you go casual or go smart and you can get it so wrong. Mm. I know it's easier at sort of posh do's where the blokes just got to wear it. Oh, you
0: just have to stick a black tie on, job done. Yeah.
1: But the trouble you is deciding. Black tie for a
0: funeral, black tie for an awards dinner, black tie for bondage night. It's really yeah. easy for men. Are there certain things you don't think people of a certain age should wear? Is- Headbands and spray on jeans are <laughs> being yeah. obviously put into that pile. I
1: think ladies of a certain age should not do what's expected of them. Some ladies say, in their late '50s, they've already started going for the blue rinse hairdos. Oh, yeah. And you're thinking, "For God's sake, why do you do that?" You know? why? Not? Well, it's,
0: there's certain milestones, boob tubes, for example. Mm -hmm. i wouldn't have worn a boob tube when i was 18 i wouldn't wear a boob tube if i was 40 it just basically looks like you've rammed spam into a sock Mm. so unless you're really thin (laughs) you can't get away with it yeah so it's boob tube on a 16 year old or an 85 year old doesn't matter boob tube is a tricky one same with a toweling headdress okay or turban toweling turban they were popular velour tracksuits That's always a nightmare. My mother went on a very shady tour for about five years of just wearing velour tracksuits. That was very unattractive. And she smoked. She could have gone up at any time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And the noise.
0: (laughs) Oh, it's awful. (laughs) I would imagine. Just like brushed velour. Yeah. So they were fluffy?
1: Oh, no, I meant just sucking on the cigarette. Oh, uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I
1: did mean it. I meant the velour. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so that was always a nightmare. But now I'm at a certain age where I don't know if I can get away with wearing hoodies. Now I'm over hoodies, 40.
1: Hoodies, yeah. Well, I went through that phase of uh, thinking, now I shouldn't really be wearing a hoodie. Or if I have got a hoodie, I shouldn't put the hood up. Because mm. it might worry people.
0: Only if you've got a flick knife.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, what I found was that I'd walk along with the hood up and it did seem to worry people slightly, but as soon as I put the hood down, they wanted me to put it back up.
0: <laughs> I've just got visions of you now with a leather headband, a dodgy <laughs> hoodie that says Nirvana, white jeans, unicorn trousers and an ill-fitting belt.
1: <laughs> That's me.
0: It, yeah. And you, you thought it was the hood that was going up that was making people disturbed. <laughs>
1: <Yes>. <laughs> What's this thing about men... Sandals and socks.
0: Oh. Is it I a mean, men thing or is it a cultural thing? I don't
1: know. Probably because I'm lazy. I don't bother putting socks on if I've got sandals on. But why do men want to wear socks with sandals? Because it, does it squeak or something? Isn't that?
0: It's usually Germans are associated with wearing socks and sandals, aren't they? I don't know why. Why?
1: Oh, I've seen a few English people.
0: Germans like nudist beaches as well, so I don't know why their feet have got to be covered. Yeah. (laughs) Everything else is out in the... Ah, Angela, put your feet away, dirty lady, dirty lady. (laughs) I don't get that, but it is weird. It does look out of place, especially when it's sports socks. The Americans do it a lot. They'll wear sliders as the young folk like to call them. Okay. They used to be cheap flip-flops when I was younger, and pulled up sports socks so that the socks come sort of three-quarters of the way up your your actual shin, and then you've got flip-flops dangling at the tail end. I think
1: the length of sock has become more important... Mm. in the last few years. So if you're wearing trainers or sneakers, as some call them, some people say you shouldn't Why see any socks. Why do they sock. call them sneakers? I presume. Are so supposed
0: to sneak up behind somebody? Uh, perhaps.
1: No? I don't know. I don't know. It's worrying, isn't it? It
0: is worrying.
1: Yeah. I do like the idea of that, though, don't you? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Quick, I've got to do something really stealthy. I'm going to put my special sneakers on and I'm going to creep around the house. Yes. <laughs> That'll be fun. In I shoes, want to do that. squeak on lino. <laughs>
1: You can't do it yet, why not? Because you haven't tried it out. No, you've got to wear the trainers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, trainers, and then you can grow <laughs> fully into sneakers. Yeah, exactly.
1: I found anyway that with the hoodies, once my son started wearing hoodies, mm. I felt, I can wear hoodies, why shouldn't I? If he can wear hoodies, I'm not giving up my rights. Well,
0: that's so true. I
1: still will wear
0: It's like super hoodies. dry is a young brand. But yep. a lot of older people our age like to wear it. I like to wear super dry. Yeah. So I'm thinking. I often think: Should I be wearing Superdry? Am I? Am I now being forced into the twin set and pearl brigade? Not Mm. that that would suit me. I think I'd look.
1: Well, I think Superdry are doing things about that, aren't they? They've realised that they've become the brand perhaps of more middle-aged people. So they are.
0: (laughs) They should start by doing bigger sizes, Graham. Yes, that's where they're missing (laughs) a trick. (laughs) I can tell you, they're large. My foot. That's about (laughs) as far as it goes on my foot. Oh look! Try the large jumper, madam, as they look at you condescendingly. Yeah. In another shop. But
1: they found that a lot of middle-aged people do shop there, so they are bringing out ranges for younger people, mm. uh, which apparently are more throwaway items too, because middle-aged really? people want to keep hold of their stuff. Uh, whereas.
0: <laughs> I love that sweeping statement. Superdry have just assessed: middle-aged people are hoarders. Yes. That's <laughs> right.
1: Whereas young people like to uh, just... Lose things. Yeah, lose (laughs) things. Permanently. Yeah.
0: My daughter's now, um, you know, getting a bit more fashion conscious. I see people of her age range, like 14, 15. And they're wearing the clothes now that I used to wear in the 80s, but in an ironic fashion.
1: My son has started wearing some of the clothes I wore in the band. (laughs) that he discovered in a box, in the loft. He's like, wow, can I have this? This fancy dress box is
0: amazing. (laughs) Yeah, all my
1: stuff. So he loves all that.
0: You've just played into the middle-aged people are hoarder's thing by the fact you've got them all in a box upstairs. Yeah. I
1: burnt all mine. I didn't know you were in a band.
0: No, I wasn't in a band. Well, how good? Because I played a wind (laughs) instrument. That was the only band I was in. (laughs) (laughs) Again, not remotely cool. No. played the flute. I was the only flautist in our band with short fingers, so you can imagine how well I did. <laughs> Short-fingered flautist, anybody?
1: Ah, nothing a hammer, couldn't have sorted out, I'm sure. <laughs> what about vests?
0: I have seen someone wearing a string vest.
1: Oh, gosh, I'd forgotten about those. I once went with a mate of mine to a pub. There was no-one in the pub. We were sat at the table waiting for somebody who could serve us, and this big bloke... Looking really like he'd just got up, even though it was evening, yawning away, and he had a string vest on. He didn't have a shirt on. My friend said, Here comes the landlord. And I said, How do you know it's the landlord? And he said, Because no one would employ somebody looking like that.
0: <laughs> That's very true, actually. Yeah,
1: and it was. But there's As no
0: purpose for a string vest.
1: No, although we are getting perilously close (laughs) to knitted underwear. (laughs) This podcast is brought to you by Media Music in association with Mac Entertainment.